0: and welcome to the Hearth and Hedge podcast. My name is Amberly, and I'm so pleased to have you join me today. I'm going to switch mini sods or the new normal sized sods as it turns out to be. Um, I'm going to switch them up a bit. I feel like the astrological forecast for magic working is covered by plenty of other creators, so today I'm going to give you something a little bit different. I want to talk to you about the Celtic tree calendar, and specifically the tree month of Rowan. The Celtic tree calendar is 13 months long, each comprised of 28 days, and the entire year lasts 364 days, rather than the 365 we are used to in the Gregorian calendar. The year begins on what is December 24th to us in the Gregorian and ends on December 22nd, with the 23rd of December being the day in a year and a day. So it's the spare, kind of like Harry. Uh, We are entering the second month of the calendar, which begins January 21st and ends February 17th. The second month is represented by the Rowan Tree. In the Celtic Tree calendar and the Ogham, Rowan is known as Lush, which is spelled L-U-I-S. This is the month that is associated with the goddess Brigid, also known as Bride, Breed, Brigit, Brid, and Brigantia. It all depends on the Celtic region. Uh, We will discuss her more uh, in the new deity series coming up in a couple of weeks, but for now let's stick with Lush or Rowan. The Rowan itself is also associated with the Virgin Mary and Thor. Uh, Those born during this month are generally highly intuitive, brave, and bold. Associations for the month of Rowan are Uh, The colors are white, gray, and red. Animals are the bear, groundhog, duck, and the green dragon. The planet is Uranus. Gemstones are peridot, ruby, and bloodstone. I love bloodstone. Uh, The flower is the snowdrop, which absolutely makes sense because they're coming up right about now. This month is also known as the white month. It can be powerful this month to wear white while casting spells or performing rituals. Uh, The rowan month is also a great time to begin your spring cleaning. The time for growth rapidly approaches, so make room for it by removing clutter, both physical and psychological. Rowan trees, also known sometimes as mountain ash, are shrubs and trees that grow in the cooler temperate regions of the northern hemisphere. Don't let the name mountain ash fool you. The rowan was named as such because of a superficial similarity between the leaves of the rowan and the ash tree. Uh, There is actually a true ash, Fraxinus ornus, that is also known as the mountain ash. They are also a member of the rose family, rosaceae. Rowan's produce small berries that have many uses. They can be used for dye, made into jelly and jams, can be a substitute for coffee beans, and are also used in many ways for alcoholic beverages. Uh, The fruits of the rowan are high in sorbic acid and also parasorbic acid, Parasorbic acid can be toxic causing kidney damage, Uh, but cooking and to a lesser extent freezing can render the acid non-toxic by turning it into sorbic acid. Uh, But don't go eating raw rowan berries. Uh, Fun fact, uh, the spent flower at the base of the rowan berry is shaped like a five-pointed star. The wood of a rowan tree is very dense, which makes it ideal for carving, turning, and making tool handles and walking sticks. Some say that the cross used to crucify Jesus was made of rowan, though this is disputed and several other wood types are named as well. Please don't come at me. I'm just saying what I found in my research. In folk magic, the rowan tree is used to ward off evil. Uh, The rowan was often planted near the door of a home in Scotland to keep evil at bay. Uh, the rowan is also known as the portal tree it is considered the threshold between this world and the other world the tree was sacred to the fae, and two small twigs of rowan tied in a cross with red thread is said to be a powerful protective amulet Uh, the berries can be used in spells for protection power and hedge walking because of the tree's ability to grow in poor and rocky soil it is also associated with perseverance and the ability to grow in hard conditions For today's spell, I created a short one to draw on the power of the Rowan to help you through the month. It is called a plea to the Rowan. Uh, You will need a naturally fallen piece of Rowan wood or one small piece of parchment paper. Regular paper is fine. A length of red ribbon, preferably cotton, and a pen. If you can't get your hands on the wood of the Rowan tree, then take your parchment and draw a tree on it as a representation of the Rowan. As you draw the tree, meditate on the powers that the ro- the Rowan represents. Once your tree is drawn, roll it toward you into a scroll uh, to bring the magic of the Rowan to you. Now take your red ribbon and tie it around the scroll or the wood, if you have it. And as you tie it, pray, Blessed Rowan, spirit of protection and of the threshold between the worlds, help me feel that I am protected against those who would do me harm. Help me see that I am strong and able to persevere. Help me know that I am loved despite my faults. I acknowledge and accept your immense power into my life to help me through the coming month, so mote it be. Now place the amulet on your altar or in a prominent place in your home for the rest of the month. Once the Roman month is over, bury it in your garden. If you use polyester cording or ribbon, make sure to remove it first. You can cleanse it and save it to use in a future spell or ritual. Now, finally, for our card pull this week, um, I am pulling from The Wisdom of Trees Oracle by Jane Struthers. This is a new deck. um, Well, new to me. I got it at Anahata's Purpose during the bean swap. I haven't decided how I feel about it quite yet, but I will tell you that I'm disappointed that it actually doesn't contain Rowan amongst its cards. Uh, I really don't understand how that is possible since Rowan is one of the nine sacred woods, but here we are also as someone who has arthritis, um, the card stock for these cards is not really easy to work with. I mean, I know it will become more supple, uh, with time and loosen up, uh, right now there, it's very hard for me to shuffle these cards, but the size of the cards is perfect. Uh, because I have tiny hands, and these are a good size card for my tiny hands. It's really hard to find cards that I can easily shuffle, because the standard oracle and tarot card size is is actually a little bit difficult for me to work with. And if it's any bigger, <laughs> forget about it. To just shuffle it like a kindergarten playing old maid. I also like the guidebook. It's easy to read and short and to the point. Long-winded guidebooks can be very frustrating. Um, but the artwork is also really beautiful, so that is a plus. Uh, now that I've gotten through the review portion of the card poll, let's do the reading. I actually pulled the card before recording, so here we go. I pulled Holly. At first I thought, oh gosh, we just got past that time of year, but you know what? The Holly King is allowed to have his say, even when, and possibly especially when, he has just been defeated by the mighty Oak King. So here we go. Holly. With my sharp-edged leaves and scarlet berries, I am one of the most easily recognized trees in the forest. I have powerful associations with spirituality and I represent the truth. Let me support you in your own quest for veracity. It is partly the holly's red berries that link it so strongly with yuletide. For centuries, red has been considered a powerful dispeller of evil. So The buried branches of holly combined decoration with spiritual protection. No doubt the spiny leaves were also thought to help keep evil spirits at bay. The wood from the holly is white and finely grained. It's commonly used as decorative inlay and sometimes also to make parts of musical instruments. The dried leaves of some holly species are drunk as tea, while others are used as an emetic or a ceremonial stimulant. Uh, When you pull this card the right way up, which is the way I pulled it, uh, do not let yourself confuse fact with fiction or rational thought. This is not a good time to indulge in fancies and idle dreams. Listen to your conscience as it guides you toward honesty and truthfulness. The inverse of this card uh, is in your striving to be fair and honest, there may be times when you become blunt and tactless. Try to combine your desire to honor the truth with the need to consider the feelings of others, becoming more diplomatic in the process. So, that is Holly. So, whenever you hear this episode, truth is calling to you. I mean, truth is probably always calling. So, I guess the reading is pretty timely anytime. All right, now for some announcements. Next week's episode will be an interview with one of the Queen Beans. From the Bean Can, Macy Frazier. If you are not dragging here, that's okay. The Bean Can is the official name of the followers of the Witch Bitch Amateur Hour. And while we definitely uh, will be talking some super cool news about that podcast, the main focus of the interview will be about Macy's new brainchild, Macy Anise Yoga, which can be found on Patreon at patreon.com/slash Macy Anise Yoga. Uh, I joined this week, and I'm so excited to practice with Macy. You can see more upcoming interviews and episodes on the homepage of the website. Thanks for joining me today and we'll see you next time. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Hearth and Hedge on our website thehearthandhedge.com or you can email us at thehearthandhedge at gmail.com. We also have a Patreon which can be found at patreon.com/thehearthandhedge. If you like what you hear, consider leaving us a review wherever you find your podcasts.